Hi there, I'm Janet Quinlan, and this is Finding Joy in Motherhood, the podcast for women who are looking for practical tools and words of encouragement to create an orderly, joyful, faith and virtue-driven home. I'll share tips to create mindset shifts that change the way you discipline your children, love your husband, and enjoy your day. This podcast is about coaching women to be the best woman God is calling her to be. I'm so glad you're here. Well, hi. Welcome to this episode, Hearts and Flowers. And as the kids say, it's been a minute. Actually, it's been a month, but um, I just got a little burned out and I needed to take a few weeks to step back and just let life catch up to everything. We had a grandbaby, we had uh, an engagement, we had, of course, all the holidays and everything that goes with that. And everything was great, but I just got a little burned out. So here I am, ready to go, hoping that those of you who have been with me are still with me. And by the way, um, before I begin, if you like what you hear, please make sure that you leave a review. Um, It just tells Apple and Spotify who to offer this podcast to when people are searching for podcasts on marriage and parenting. Um, so yes, thank you so much when you leave a review. I really appreciate it. And also tell friends. All right. So when you're hearing this podcast, Valentine's Day has just happened. And I thought it was a great opportunity to kind of reflect on love. So Valentine's Day uh, has always been a little point of conflict uh, in our marriage. Actually, it's not so much anymore. It was in the beginning, um, especially the early days of my relationship with Michael. So for those of you who haven't heard our story, Michael and I met on October 13th of my senior year in college, and we got engaged about seven weeks later. Yes, in December. (laughs) I know It was kind of between six and eight weeks. We talked about it. We agreed on it. But before I had the ring on my finger, it was about seven weeks. And it's insane. Uh, And that's actually a story for another time. So go a couple of months ahead now. And in February, it's Valentine's Day. And this was our first Valentine's Day as a couple. And I thought, uh, actually, I expected that he would do what he was supposed to do, get me flowers and candy and a beautiful Valentine's Day card. So when three o'clock came on Valentine's Day and there was no candy, no flowers, no card, no call, I was disappointed. Actually, truth be told, I was angry and a little hurt. Okay, not a little, very hurt. I had waited my whole life for Valentine's Day with the man I was going to spend the rest of my life with, and it was turning out to be a major bomb of a day. So I called him. He said, hi, what's up? I'm like, "Uh, what's up? It's Valentine's Day. And he said, oh yeah, well, I don't really believe in Valentine's Day and all that stuff that the world tells you you have to do. And I said, well, I do. And he nervously said, 
Okay, I'm in between classes. Can you come over and we'll talk? And so I did. And by the time I walked over to his dorm, I was really angry. Not only did he not get me anything, he made me come over to his dorm rather than running over to mine with flowers and candy and a card in hand and a huge apology for being such a dud of a fiancé. And then he told me why he didn't celebrate Valentine's Day. He thought the world had commercialized and trivialized something so very intimate and profound, love. And he didn't want to be a part of that. Well, when he saw my tears... (laughs) I'm sure he wished he had told me this before February 14th. And then he pulled out a picture he was drawing for me that he hadn't quite finished. In fact, I found it and um, pulled it out of all of the things I've saved over the last 40 years. And sure enough, the date says February 15th, 1984. But it was a picture of the Sacred Heart of Jesus. Now, if you're not familiar with the picture of Jesus's sacred heart, it's just a representation of his heart. It shows Jesus with a heart that is surrounded with a crown of thorns that represents the sting of our sins, and the heart is surrounded with fire, which represents Christ's passion for us. There's a cross at the top of the image because it is on the cross where Jesus showed the depth of his love for us. The image is the symbol of a love that conquers sin and transcends death. It's a symbol of the one who loved us to the end, Jesus Christ. And it is a call to all of us to love as he loved us with that depth and that full commitment. So when Michael showed me the almost finished non-Valentine's Day card, I cried. There was actually still a small part of my 22-year-old self, of the girl who dreamed of the superficial love of Prince Charming, who still wanted the flowers and the candy what the world told me were symbols of love. But I knew in my heart that day that through Michael and our relationship, I was going to experience what true love was. Candy and flowers and hearts are nice, but true love is not about candy and flowers. True love is about sacrifice. As Jesus said, love as I have loved you, as such a small two-letter word, and yet how difficult. Love to the point of complete giving. Love shown through forgiving 70 times 7, which doesn't mean 490 times if you're counting, but rather it means an infinite amount of times of forgiving. Real love requires sacrifice, and it is shown through loving when you don't want to, loving when it is hard, and when it hurts. Love is accepting the other 
and sometimes, often, challenging the other with love and patience and understanding. Love is our path to heaven, to holiness, because it's not possible to truly love without sacrifice. I had wonderful parents who I saw sacrifice for each other, for my brothers and myself, to keep their commitment and stay together. They dealt with all the things that most marriages deal with. But I was just naive enough to think that my marriage wasn't going to have serious issues that would require serious sacrifices. But as the complete sacrificial love of Jesus in his crucifixion and death ultimately resulted in the resurrection and the giving of life everlasting to us, so does our sacrificial love in our marriage result in a new kind of life in our marriage. Our 40th wedding anniversary is coming up in July, and I find myself thinking a lot about it, mostly because I remember the days when I thought that the people celebrating a 40th wedding anniversary were old, and I don't feel old. But as I think about the last 40 years Michael and I have spent together, there was a lot of sacrificial love happening for both of us in big ways and in small ways. And truth be told, I don't believe there's a happy marriage out there that hasn't required sacrificial love. But it is the sacrifices that nurture and nourish the bond between husband and wife. Rather than looking to get from your spouse, see where you can give and look to find the ways your spouse gives. It's much easier for our brain to find the faults and failings in our spouse but instead look to see where he sacrifices for you and the children. And for you men who listen to my podcast, where does your wife sacrifice for you and the children and the family? Remember, our mind finds what it seeks. So if you're looking for your spouse's faults and failings, you will find them. If you look for his gifts, talents, and ways he supports and loves you and the kids, you'll find those. The last thing I want to tell you is that there's not much known about St. Valentine, other than he lived in the third century and he died a martyr for his faith, the ultimate sacrifice of love. So if you're like me and you don't get flowers or candy for Valentine's Day, Rest assured, love cannot be judged on flowers and candy on Valentine's Day. I don't remember the flowers that Michael has given me throughout the years, and he has, but I do remember the ways he sacrifices for me. And that is what love is really about. Your marriage is your path to holiness. You choose to walk the path to become a better person, to become the person God always intended you to be. It's not about the superficial of flowers and candy and hearts 
It's about serious business, about getting each other to heaven. And your marriage, my marriage, is the vehicle God uses to bring me and Michael and you and your spouse to holiness. It's a calling. It's a vocation. One that if we take seriously, rather than just as a rite of passage, we become more like Christ in the middle of the world to change the world from the inside out. God could have sent his son into the world any way he wanted. He chose to send him into a family with a mom and a dad, with two people committed in marriage to live the life God intended. Marriage and the family are the essential components in re-Christianizing our world. If you received flowers and hearts and candy on Valentine's Day, I hope, I really do hope you enjoy them. But remember, what really nurtures a marriage is sacrifice. Willingly, lovingly, and without counting or comparing. Take care. If you like what you heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd subscribe, leave a review, and share with friends. Thank you. Have a great week.